You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison. Episode number 111. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at ProsperousPetBusiness.com forward slash podcast 111. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you're doing well today. I wanted to tell you about a couple of things that are happening right now that are very exciting. One is we have some social media marketing webinars that are happening in the next few months, including this month. You can find out more by going to the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 11. That's the number 11. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 11. Also on the show notes page, you will find a 15-minute special offer on some of my pet business books, forms, client contracts, the hiring kit, the startup kit. You can click the link in the show notes to get your discount. You want to be ready, though, to purchase as soon as you click it because that link will only be available for 15 minutes after you click it. Also available using that discount link is the 54-page employee handbook. So if you're transitioning from ICs to employees, or you want to create a more solid hiring procedure with your current staff, you'll get a big discount on that employee handbook. And you can edit and customize all contracts and all forms, including the startup kit, the hiring kit, and the employee handbook. To get your 15-minute special offer, go to the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 111. That's the number 111. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 111. So in today's coaching session, and this is a very different coaching session from what you are used to listening to on this podcast, and I'm so excited about it. So in the session today, I'm working with Cora. She's a pet business owner who sometimes struggles with occasional bouts of depression 
and anxiety. It doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't even happen most of the time. But when it hits her, it causes her to suffer and it causes her business to suffer. When she's not experiencing depression and anxiety, her energy level is high, her response time to clients is quick, she's able to build clients in a prompt manner, but when she's going through a challenging time with her depression, with her anxiety, it can take her a week or two to return client calls. It's for her like slogging through quicksand in order to build her clients and round up the energy to run her business. She does have staff members, so that has been very helpful. But for all the tasks that she has to personally do, it's been very challenging when these happen. And she feels physically and mentally stopped when she feels depressed and anxious. Now, as you know, but I have to say this to protect myself and to protect you listeners, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a medical professional in any way, shape, or form. I am a business and a life coach. So if you are suffering from depression or anxiety, I really want to encourage you to see a medical professional. In today's coaching session, I'm not trying to diagnose Cora. I'm not trying to cure her anxiety or depression. I can't do that, and I wouldn't attempt to do that. Today, I am simply having a conversation with her about depression and anxiety and how it impacts her business and her life. I'm trying to help her. I'm not trying to fix her depression or anxiety, but rather I'm trying to help her navigate her business during this time. So again, if you are struggling with depression or anxiety, please get the help that you need from a medical professional. I want to say just an enormous, enormous thank you to Cora for having the incredible courage to come on this podcast and be a voice for those of you who suffer from depression and anxiety And those of you that are suffering from that, who are trying to run a business or raise kids or navigate your personal and work life, it is hard. It's hard anyway to run a business, to raise kids, to navigate personal and work life, but to do it when you're feeling depressed or anxious or both makes it four times as hard. And even if you don't, personally experience depression and anxiety, you may know someone who does. And this episode may help you feel more empathy, more compassion, more kindness for this often silent illness that can be crippling in ways that cannot be seen. And now, here is the coaching session with Cora. Hi, Cora. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm great. It's so wonderful to meet you. (laughs) Oh, I know. In the virtual world, isn't it great? (laughs) Anything's possible here. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's true. Okay, my dear. So let's talk about you. Tell me a little bit about your business. I want to hear about it. Sure. Um, I got my start in dogs uh, working at a doggy daycare in my early 20s. I've been a lifelong dog owner, um, but that was my introduction mm -hmm. to working with dogs. And both of the dogs I had at the time were a little overwhelmed when I would bring them to work. And I figured there's got to be lots of dogs who like socialization, but maybe not on that scale. And the most popular service in my business is our pack hikes. So we pick up a couple of dogs, take them to the woods for a hike, generally off leash. We do also pet sitting. I board dogs in my home and uh, individual mm -hmm. dog walks as well. Okay, great. So you do a lot of different things. Yeah, basically everything except yeah. grooming. I'm also a dog trainer. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Yeah. Great. So when you reached out to me, you had sp some specific questions, right, about your business and where you wanted to take it and what you wanted. So why don't, why don't we start there? Absolutely. Um, yeah, when I saw your, you know, kind of invite to ask anything, it, it just kind of came to me. I, like I imagine many people in this line of work have, you know, I suffer from depression and anxiety. I find my mm -hmm. peace with the animals mm -hmm. out in nature. And uh, certainly after the last two years that we've had, I expect there's a lot more people now experiencing these similar things. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really fortunate to have been able to create a job for myself where I'm being physically active outdoors, largely with animals. All of that has uh, worked wonders for me, um, as well as running the business aspect. It, it states my intellectual needs as well. But yeah, what I wrote into you about was that, you know, sometimes I have really low periods. And when I'm feeling low, I always get the physical work done, but I might not bill someone for a couple of weeks or, you know, might just not be as responsive in messages and things. Um, and I can sense the frustration at times, you know, from my clients. And I, you know, I tend to use I'm feeling a little burnt out as a euphemism for I'm having a depressive episode. And I just don't know how to, uh, you know, talk to other people who maybe don't have any personal experience with someone in their life that has these issues. I, I'm just not sure how to communicate to them that um, without having them lose confidence in my ability to do the work, which I have always done. And I just don't know if it's something I should breach with my clients or something I should just power through, keep to myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I and I, first of all, I just want to say how incredibly brave you are to speak this. Thank you. And I'm really touched by you. Well, yeah. A, a big part of it is I thought, you know, there just in listening to your podcast, I feel better knowing that there are so many people out there be feeling overwhelmed or struggling with this issue and struggling with that issue. Mm -hmm. And I think when you know that there are other people out there experiencing that, it helps to normalize it. it helps mm -hmm. you to recognize it's not anything's wrong mm -hmm. with you. It's just how your brain is built. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And there's certain ways to really assist the brain and like your the physical exercise for you and even the intellectual perspective of running your business and that kind of occupying your brain as if, you know, you were an Aussie shepherd right. <laughs> that needed, <laughs> you need a job, yeah. you know, and it, it helps kind of probably calm your brain, you know, to have 
that focus. Absolutely. So yeah, I just, I really just want to acknowledge your courage and, you know, I'm going to be a guide, but I'm also going to listen deeply to you. you and your business and what you need. So having spoken to so many pet business owners who grapple with this, I know that this is going to help a lot of people. And so I just feel a lot of gratitude to you for being willing to come on and just say, this is what is. And, you know, I want to say something because you had written to me about this and it had been a while between like the time that you wrote this and when I scheduled Mm -hmm. it for now. And I purposefully forget in a way what people have written to me about because I really want to go on to this session fresh and not knowing it's kind of like we're jumping in a cold pool together. And, you know, I just feel like it leads to a level of authenticity that maybe wouldn't be there if I was studying what you wrote before and trying to figure out how to guide this session. You know, it's really like fresh. I I had forgotten that you were the one (laughs) who had written to me. And, and when you wrote to me, I thought, First of all, I thought this woman like absolutely is coming on the podcast because, you know, I'm hearing about this from so many people and I know she's going to be speaking for them in a, in a public way. And that is really important these days. The second thing is I was thinking about how we, again, we don't know where this is going. And so When you came on today, when I came on with you and I'm looking at you and you're so bright and there's this glow that is literally emanating from you. And I am really sensitive to that because I work with so many people. So I see people with glow, without, you know, all facets. And I just thought there's like a, a joy that kind of comes off of you. That's what I'm seeing and feeling like at a very deep level, it's like radiating from you. And so when you are speaking about depression and maybe anxiety, because that's often, I don't know if that's true, but (laughs) those two are often together. They're like partners in crime, you know, it was surprising to me. I get that a lot. You know, if I confide in someone like, oh, you know, no, I don't do that. It exacerbates my depression or something. They give me a, a quizzical look as if there's one way that people with mental illness are going to look or behave. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. And so people can't see you on the podcast. And so that's why I'm mentioning oh. this because <laughs> it, you know, it is, we can't see this. It's something that we just can't see. Yeah. People may appear to have this most amazing life, and that's part of what we witness on Instagram and social media. To be able to realize, I'm just wanting the people who are listening, we're going to delve into this for you, my dear Cora, but for people that are listening, I just want to say, like, there may be people in your life and you may be one of them. I'm speaking to the listeners now. You know, you may be one of them who's grappling with this, or there may be people in your life or clients, you know, that you don't realize are struggling 
with a deep um, battle, like internal battle. And so it just, it's such a great reminder for me. And I want to just highlight this reminder to others who are listening that we don't know what people are grappling with. And so even if somebody looks and appears like they've got it all together or they're living the greatest life or they're bright and shiny, which I'm witnessing with you, the glow that is coming off your face is profound to me. And there's something I want to say about that in just a minute. But I just, first, I want to say, we don't know what people are grappling with. And so it's really important to just treat each other with gentleness and deep and utter respect. Absolutely. Because we don't know. And on that note, I find um, great value in um, the people I employ. I, I, I feel like it's uh, a mitzvah for me to employ a younger girl or person who's struggling with these issues. It's often something they're upfront about because I'm also upfront about it. I, you know, giving these girls the opportunities I wish maybe I could have received when I was their age. And it, it's honestly a, as much of a, a daily struggle as it is. It has been my best tool in managing my staff, just the empathy and the understanding and you know, you're having a bad day. I know exactly what that feels like. Why don't you, you know, try this and this and I'll do this and this for you kind of thing. And so there, there is value in it. And, um, you know, and then I watch these people, they are with me for a couple of years if I'm lucky. And then they go off to a, a, you know, a bigger job that maybe previously they wouldn't have been able to manage comfortably. And so I do, I do find value in that and I find it's a common thread in, in animal lovers and animal carers. <laughs> It is. It absolutely is. And there's the compassion fatigue, you know, which is another facet of this. And also, I think when we humans can speak openly and honestly about depression, about anxiety, about the other feelings that are not comfortable to feel and experience, it opens the door for others to share about their challenges. Absolutely. Right. If we're looking like we're, we've got it all together, then people that we're around feel like they have to show up that way, too. So it just adds a level of depth and authenticity. Yeah. So, you know, you are inviting that for others. And you mentioned a word which I love. Um, it's a Yiddish word. <laughs> can you write? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you repeat it and share the definition of it? Cause it's such a beautiful word. Oh yes. Well, I, I hope I do my Jewish boyfriend justice that mitzvah it's, uh, you know, my understanding in the context with which, uh, I was using it is it's kind of my purpose. It's my, my way to give back. And it is, a beautiful result of all of the struggles that I've had. It's given me this understanding and this is what I feel like my, my mission is as far as, um, you know, the, my local pack is concerned, the pack of people I keep around. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Now I want to just, I'm looking up something really quick. So give me a second. Um, I rarely do this, uh, but I, I want to make sure that I can read this to you because it's important. So there is a quote that is really, really gorgeous. And I think it embodies, embodies what, what I'm noticing about you and what I notice also about others who are 
who have experienced deep either trauma or deep feelings that are very challenging, like depression, like anxiety. And here, here I go with this beautiful quote by Viktor Frankl, which always makes me a little teary because it's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's very short, but I think it embodies you and, and what you bring, what I'm witnessing from you. So what is to give light must endure burning. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. So isn't it? Yeah. I agree. And so I think that's, you know, I'm really, I'm crying right now. Those of you on the podcast can't see that, but you can probably hear it. <laughs> crying has a sound. <laughs> when we go through deep and challenging times, what I see it doing, because I've experienced that too, and most humans have at certain times, it feels like I'm being scrubbed internally, and it's never an easy experience. I liken it to a Brillo pad inside of me, you know, that, that is, it's scrubbing and it's painful. But what I've noticed in my own life, and maybe you've noticed it too, Cora, is what happens on the other side of a difficult time is that life takes on a new dimension, right? Absolutely. There's a brightness, there's meaning, there's sometimes even colors can be more vivid and rich and real and, and just there's more joy too. It's almost like we have to go through that and it takes the rocks out of the river and then the river flows yeah. and then they come again, you know, as life does. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I feel like the light that I'm seeing in you is a reflection of the scrubbing that you've gone through. Well, and, you know, when I did originally write that first statement to you, I was just at the tail end of like a three month depressive episode where I just couldn't shake it. And, you know, and that was when, you know, clients are asking me the same question a bunch of times and I'm not answering because it's not till March, you know, in my mind, I can, that's something mm -hmm. I can afford to push off. And, and then, you know, some, something internally just kind of changed as it does in the brain chemistry. And uh, I was able to just kind of hit the ground running and, you know, kind of bounced back from it. But then it is an immediate inconsistency where I'm answering all of your questions immediately within minutes of you messaging me and I'm, you know, doing this and doing that. Um, and so it absolutely is a factor, you know, with the ebbs and flows of everything. Right. And it's the energy kind of going with the energy. Sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. So I want to address that because I really want you to, to get some relief during these challenging times. And so we're going to actually swing from, we've been kind of in the emotional realm here, which has been really needed and important. So I'm going to swing to kind of the business mode here, and this is the logical realm. So, you know, we're going on a different direction here and <laughs> it requires different, you know, focus here for now. We might swing back to the emotional realm. And if that happens, that's great. <laughs> so one thing I think in terms of nuts and bolts, which is really important with this, is what I'm hearing is that you need support during these times. And what that might look like is having an ad admin assistant who can help you 
who can, who maybe doesn't do it all the time, right? But that can jump in and help as needed. What were you going to say? Um, yeah, I mean, that's one of my written down questions for this in pre- preparation for this podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm, I think, in my opinion, unnecessarily uh, resistant to jumping down that a lot of people have, you know, suggested it to me. And I guess I've been hesitant because there are, you know, some weeks or months where I do it all and it's very easy um, and not a problem for me. And then yeah. There'll be some weeks and months where suddenly it's very hard. And I don't know that, you know, can I find someone who's just like willing to step in at random on call almost? And then the other consideration with that, if it was just individual dog walks, you know, that's relatively easy to schedule. Someone has a gap, they're familiar with the dog, you can put it on their schedule. But with the pack walks, there are so many specific little things like, you know, this dog can't go with that dog or and this person doesn't want to go with this mm-hmm. dog or, or even geographic scheduling. Yep, I get it. Personalities, uh, quirks, those things I don't think can be delegated to a VA, that particular mm-hmm. okay. job of scheduling. So... But what I'm thinking is if you can have the other tasks that are very challenging for you be delegated, then you might have a little bandwidth to deal with those that you can only do or that you would eventually hire a manager who is very skilled at being able to read that situation and know who goes with what dog, what dogs go with what dogs, you know, probably it would be somebody within your current company in terms of helping you manage because they know the dogs. Yeah. And, you know, but that I think is a down the road, but maybe not. I mean, maybe, maybe it's somebody who can pinch hit for you and that's all they do is the scheduling, mm. you know, so that you have, if you feel like that's too much, that even that's too much, then I would find somebody just for that. But What I want to say in regards to going back to the VA, the administration assistant, Mm -hmm. is that you can absolutely find somebody who can pinch hit when it's needed. They do not need to do it every week, every day. There are lots of people who would be willing and happy to be able to do this. And that's what you would want to set up when you hire them. Here's the scoop. And you, you know, you can go into the details of why you don't have to though, but you know, if you feel like it would be in your best interest to do it, tell them, you know, but what you could just say is sometimes I, I'm just physically, emotionally not up for it. And I need help in those times. And sometimes it's very last minute. Like, I don't know. And I really want to know here's what I need. I need somebody that I can actually contact that morning and say, I need you to take over. But the thing for you, Cora, is what we want to do is we want to get that person trained and or the manager trained, not manager, but maybe one of your dog walkers to do the scheduling. We want all of that to be taken care of and trained when you're in a great space. If you're trying to train during those lower ebbing times, it's not going to work. You're not going to have the energy. It's, you need to be on and to be able to just 
really show them. And they also need to do it while you're on. Like, it's not just about you training them and then like a month later calling them out of in a panic saying, I need you to help me. (laughs) I really want you to have them practice so that you can then guide them when you're doing great. Yeah, that that's actually a great point. Yeah. And then you call them whenever you need them because you know, and you'll feel more confident to be able to just rest or whatever serves you the best when you are going through these times. And so this is going to be an action step for you, my dear, is to really look at, I would start with the VA, placing an ad on Upwork is a great place. There are lots of places to place ads, but I mentioned Upwork Upwork a lot because I I found great people there. But going on Upwork.com and just writing an ad, it's free to write an ad. I want you to have bullet points of what's needed. You know, what what do you most not want to do? What are you most not able to do Mm. when you are going through a hard time? And so those then become, those bullet points become the job description. Simple, like, you know, but doing it now or whenever you're feeling good, because then you know that you have like a safety net and that's going to feel so good. And it's going to help your business run more smoothly. It's going to calm your client's nerves. Yeah. Right. Because they probably get really anxious when they don't hear from you. So (laughs) then you both are really anxious and that doesn't serve anybody. Right. We want to like take the anxiousness out of at least one part of the equation. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is a good way to do it. Right. So um, the other thing I'd like you to do is to look at your current dog walkers who are good communicators, are really attentive to detail, that can read people and dogs that you could kind of say, and maybe you even have a map. And again, this is something that's, oh yeah. And going to be more easily done. Right. During a time where you're feeling good, it's like a spreadsheet. Right. Here are the dogs that can go together. Here's the problematic dog. Here's the walker who can't go with this particular dog. It's like a mind map. I I (laughs) love personalities, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. So this, yeah, but you need to have somebody who also likes spreadsheets. They can understand (laughs) them. Right? Yeah. So, because it's a language in and of itself. Yeah. If you run a pet business like pet sitting, dog walking, dog training, or pet grooming, it can feel like the work never ends. Customer service, hiring staff, paperwork, your to do list goes on and on. Plus, you still need to do the actual work that pays your bills. Running your business with pen and paper is hard and messy. You know you need a better system to stay on top of everything so nothing falls through the cracks. Jobber is a mobile and online app that helps keep your pet business organized, efficient, and professional. With Jobber, you can send price quotes to your clients, schedule your pet care providers, send invoices, and accept payments online all in one place. You won't know how you ran your pet business without it. Jobber offers free one-on-one coaching to help you get started. No software experience is required. Get paid on time, go paperless, and impress your clients. 
Try it free today at getjobber.com forward slash pets. That's getjobber.com forward slash pets, or visit the show notes page and click the Jobber link to get started today. Out of my two kind of top girls who, you know, they've been with me for like four plus years, I've had one outright say, I have zero interest in doing any like office stuff. That is why I work for you. (laughs) And then I have the other, the other woman who's absolutely lovely, you know, generally I'll just have like an away message that, you know, forwards to her, but she also picks up a large part of my physical work when I go away somewhere. And I've been doing this for so long and, um, I have this crazy stamina. So to me, you know, a 10 hour day is just kind of normal and like a nice actually. And I try to constantly remind myself what's easy for me is not necessarily easy for someone else, even if they've been doing it as long or anything like that. And, and I think sometimes she's not totally honest with me because I say, is this too much? And I think most people are conditioned when your boss asks you that you just go with whatever they say. I'm asking earnestly, like, if it's too much for you, this isn't going to be good for me, you or the dogs. So I need to kind of find that out. And I find myself having to like convince people like this is an earnest question. Do you like what you're doing? Is is there changes I can make? And they think like, no, this is fine. And I'm asking for your opinion, you know? Well, a lot of people are very disconnected from what they feel too. Part of that is technology. Like, you know, they're just, there's so much technology out there that it's kind of ramping us up as a human race <laughs> that we're not really in tune with our bodies and what we really need. Now you are because of what you've been through. So that creates a level of connection with your body that is kind of unavoidable. Like you're really, yeah. you have to be knowing what's going on with yourself. So, but not a lot of people are are that way. And so And I think there is the thing of, oh, my boss is asking me this. I have to say I'm fine. And the I'm fine too is a common, I'm fine. If somebody says they're fine, yeah, it's, they're usually not fine. (laughs) It's it's usually the opposite. So you brought up, you know, you work 10 hour days and, you know, what I've noticed with business owners is they tend to have that stamina of I can work lots of hours, but part of that is because this is your baby. It's kind of like a mom of a kid, you know, whereas a babysitter of that kid is going to have a harder time with that kid. But the mom has kind of a built-in energy level for that kid. Like, okay, you know, they can handle a lot more than say a babysitter, which is kind of what a worker is somebody that's an employee or on staff. They're kind of like a babysitter in a way of, of your kid. Yeah. So I think it's wise to think about, you know, you can do 10 hours. Realistically, your 10 hours might be like five or six to somebody else. Yeah. So maybe what then happens is if, you know, you're also very in tune, not just with yourself, I would suspect, but with other people. And there's this level of empathy that you probably have and really being able to read people. That's a built-in, what do I want to say? It's like kind of a superpower of what you deal with, with depression and anxiety, I've noticed. Most people who have that, they can read other people because they've had to read themselves. And so you 
checking in with your this wonderful woman who works for you and saying, are you okay? And she's saying, I'm okay, but there's something within you going, you're not okay. So what I would do is I would listen to that. I would listen to your innate knowing. And from that place, begin to create a schedule for your right-hand person, covers for you when you go on vacation, and distributing it in a, in a different way than you have been. Yeah. Because you don't want to burn that person out. Definitely not. <laughs> She's helping you at a very deep, le- important level, right? Yes. <laughs> She's giving you your freedom, really. So we want to keep that. But, and I've had, I had to learn this too with my own business because I would have the same thing where they would do whatever because we had such a great relationship and they wanted to please me and they loved the work, but I could tell it was frying them. And so I had to err on the side of my own innate knowing rather than what they were saying and then create a schedule for them. Yeah. I really just started doing that for her. Whereas I know she would say yes, but I'm just going to say no for her, you know? Oh, you're cutting out. Yeah. Because same thing. I'm like, if, if she burns herself out, like I would be nowhere without my team. And sometimes I, I feel the need to take care of them in a way maybe they don't even think that they need. Going back to having this person who can do scheduling, would she be a good fit for that or not? Do you think? I think it it absolutely, um, you know, does the job when uh, I'm away for a week or so stressed out. And she's like, can I do approaches me when I'm really frazzled? And, but I don't know that she necessarily has ton of interest. And she honestly, she does a lot of, you know, a lot of walks a day. Um, and I always say like, are you all right with, you know, and she, she wants that. And I think, you know, honestly, just the way she is with the animals, she's almost more useful to me to have extra walks. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. I guess I was thinking about her as a possibility because this is a different skill set and wouldn't require physical activity. So if she would be a good fit, it would be something she could do from her home, which, you know, may or may not be relaxing, not relaxing, but you know, it wouldn't be physical exertion, but it sounds like from what you've said, she's got enough already. So is there a third person? I've, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a a team of nine right now. Um, all of oh, them wow. fantastic. Okay. They all just happen to be women right now, which is why I refer to them as my girls. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it is something that I think I will shop around to the other people that I haven't asked yet and say, hey, would you have any interest? You know, I do have some girls with much lighter schedules. Either it's just the way the schedule falls or it's, you know, been per their request. Um, and I can absolutely think of a few who might be interested in extra money and great uh, extra experience. Wonderful. So what this will require, again, you want to look at it, not just from, you know, having somebody who has a pulse, but somebody that would be a good fit for this. (laughs) So we want to make sure that they, again, going back to attention to detail, good communicator, can read dog behavior, you know, understands 
that certain people may not be good with dogs, understands that certain dogs may not be good with other dogs. You're going to tell them who's going to be good with who with a spreadsheet, which is going to be the map for them in terms of scheduling. It's going to make it a lot easier for them. And again, you want to do it when you're feeling great. So that's going to be the training. And it may be that you feel great and then you call them and say, hey, can you meet me tomorrow? I want to train you on this because, you know, you're assuming you're going to feel great the next day. So I would jump on that bandwagon when you feel good. That's when you want to do it. Yeah. That's when you want to train your VA or administrator, assistant like that. That is such an important point that you've made because I often only think of I could use some office help when I'm already in a low period. And then, of course, you know, the motivation might not be there, the energy might not be there, or even the, you know, clear picture of my future or my company's future might not be there in those times. So it seems like a daunting task, but to tackle it when I'm not struggling with those other things is a really, really valuable point. Yeah. And so what that might look like is having them come over. And this is after you've created the spreadsheet. That's action number one, okay? Creating that spreadsheet is going to be the key. It's going to be the map, the mind map for this scheduler. And then they come over and you show them how you schedule, show, not tell. And then they would schedule and you would witness that. So then they come over another day. And you say, how would you do this? You know, I've shown you. Now you show me. That's how delegation works best when we show and then they show and then they do. So it's kind of a three-step process. You show, they show you, and then they do. And then you relax and take care of yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Let me ask you about just, you know, another thing, which is just kind of the fashion in which requests come in basically anywhere between 8 a.m. and 7 p.m., which is when I officially have the office open. Of course, people message me at all times outside of those hours. I just don't respond. That's been another thing in my mind where, you know, how would I train someone? Because some days I'll get five messages for requests before, you know, 9 a.m. And some days they trickle in randomly throughout the day. And Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So what you might want to do is actually let them trickle in and then have them come when you have a few, right? So maybe it's more kind of last minute, like, here's the scoop. I'd love to have you do this. And then you agree that they're going to do it. You show them the spreadsheet and go over that. And then when you've had a few, you say, can you come at the end of the day? I want to, I've had some requests. I want to show you how I do this. Is this a good day for you? And then you show them. Okay. And then they show you. And then, you know, you say, on another day, I've had a bunch of requests. Can you come over at the end of the day? I want you to show me. And preferably you do that within a week's time so that They've got it under their belt. It's fresh. And also, we want to do it in a way that is during a period of time where you're feeling good. 
So you don't really know how long that's going to last. So you want to jump on it sooner rather than later, really. So even if there are like three requests, it'd be better to have them come over and just do it. And you can have them come over another time too. You know, you'll pay them for their time, but it's going to be important, I think, to even if you just have like two or three, it's okay. You can have them come over multiple times, but the key really is to have them come over sooner rather than later to go through this. Mm -hmm. And then just one more kind of a question on that similar vein. I pay just kind of like uh, you know, a base rate for a day of office. And at the end, I'm, I always ask, like, do you think you did more than, you know, this X hours, you know, doing the office stuff between 8am and 7pm, you know, some days it can be cumulative five hours, some days it'll be 30 minutes. And that's what I struggle with them. I just want to make sure they're adequately compensated, and they don't feel like I'm trying to take advantage of them. But again, uh, if I'm away and not at my office, I don't know how much Right. You know, they, they had to commit time-wise. That's a great question. And so what I'm going to recommend is that you get a time tracking app that they will use. And basically the way these time tracking apps work, and there are a number of them, but you want to find one that has a lot of great reviews. It's easy to use. One that they can either download on their phone or their computer. And what they would do is then kind of clock in and clock out at certain times and they would write what they've done during those particular time periods. And so rather than just kind of guesstimated in their head or like, I don't know, you know, and these people that work for you also, it sounds like they err on the side of wanting to please you. And so we really want to get down to logistics and clarity and having an app that's not them just looking at their clock, it's actually writing it down. You know, I started at this time, I ended at this time, I took a break, you know, here's what I did. I responded to these clients. So I think a time tracking app is going to help. And that way you can then pay based upon actual hours worked rather than, I mean, you'll want to pay more because in essence they're on call, right? Right. That's what I struggle with. Yeah. 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 So that's something I would actually talk to an employment attorney about because you do need to make sure that you're paying them in an appropriate way that's legally appropriate as well. Right. So what you can do is you can find a low cost employment attorney by going through SCORE. Service Corps of Retired Executives. They're in the United States and they have a lot of chapters all over the country, mostly in big cities. But they have retired executives, some of whom may be employment attorneys, where it would be free to ask questions. So I would start there. Amazing. Yeah, really great resource, Score is. Um, If there's no employment attorney, At that particular branch, they might be able to recommend one in another branch in whatever state. What state are you located in? New York. Okay. New York is very tricky with employment. It's kind of like California. So it's important to get an employment attorney that's actually in New York for you, just like I would need to get an employment attorney in California because that's where I'm located. If you can't find an employment attorney who's 
working in SCORE, then what I would do is go is search for low cost legal aid online and New York and see what you find. Uh, if you can't find anybody that way, you can go through LegalZoom, which is like a prepaid legal site, and you can get an employment attorney on LegalZoom. And it's very low cost. And, you know, you might need to sign up for a month or two while you ask these questions, but then you can discontinue service. Right. And yeah, cool. it's uh, probably going to be under $100 a month and you'll get a certain number of questions you can ask. You'll be matched with an employment attorney who's in New York City or New York State. Awesome. And um, they can answer your questions. So I think that's going to be important, especially with this office work, because it is so nebulous and it can be so changing. I want to make sure you get that you pay your people in the appropriate way that works for you and works for them and works for your state in terms of the state um, yes. labor laws, all of <laughs> laws. that. Yeah. So my dear, we've gone a little bit over more than I usually go, but there was a lot of ground that I feel like we needed to cover in this session. And I didn't want to cut it short because I feel like one feeds off the other and will assist the other. So, you know, the emotional realm is really important and that's what we started with. And we're ending with kind of nuts and bolts in order to support the emotional realm when that's needed. Yeah. I appreciate your time so much. Again, Cora, I just really appreciate you and your willingness to come on and share about what you grapple with and to speak so openly and transparently about it. It's remarkable to me. It's taken a lot of work to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine it has. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that this is going to help a lot of people. It's going to help them feel like they're not alone. It's going to help them feel like there are resources because I know that people like you who suffer from this need support during these times. And so they will probably, the listeners who are hearing this will probably be looking at, well, how can I set up an admin assistant to help me during the really rough patches? And who amongst my staff might I be able to ask for scheduling or other things that maybe an admin assistant might not be able to do, but somebody within my staff might be able to do to help me? Thank you, my dear. Thank you. I appreciate you and all that you're doing for us pet sitters out in the world. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. It's my complete pleasure and honor, really. I mean, my experience has been that <laughs> pet people are among the most open-hearted, loving people I've ever met on this planet. All right, my dear. Okay. You take right. care. Okay. Aloha. Bye. <laughs> Aloha. Hi, pet business owners. I was so moved by my session with her and her willingness and her courage to be so open and honest about her anxiety, about her depression, about how it impacts her business and her life. I've worked with thousands of coaching clients as a business coach, and many of them have mentioned in their sessions dealing with and grappling with depression and anxiety. 
Cora was willing to come on the podcast and be a voice for those of you that are struggling. And I am blown away by her courage, by her willingness to show up. She's not only showing up for herself and for me and for this podcast, but she's showing up for all of you who have struggled with that and who may struggle with depression and anxiety in the future. I am just incredibly grateful. And I imagine those of you that have suffered with this and tried to run a business and can really relate to what Cora has shared are grateful too. Before I end here, on a lighter note, (laughs) I just want to remind you that there are some social media marketing webinars that are happening within the next few months. Space is limited. If you would like to really get proactive about getting new clients in the areas that you most want them, in the neighborhoods, in the cities, in the towns. I really want to encourage you to check out these webinars that are happening. You can find out more on the show notes page, which is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 111, 111. That's the number 111. So again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 111. And I also want to remind you about the 15-minute special offer that is only available for one click. So you click on it, and then you can get a very big discount on pet business books, forms, client contracts, startup kit, hiring kit, You can click the link in the show notes to get your discount now. You want to be ready to purchase, though, because that link will only be available for 15 minutes after you click it. And a reminder, that discount link is also valid for the 54-page employee handbook. So if you're transitioning from ICs to employees this year or you've done that recently or you want to create a more solid hiring procedure with your current staff, you will get a big discount on that handbook. And you can edit and customize all contracts, all forms, including the startup kit, including the hiring kit, as well as the employee handbook. Go to the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 111. That's the number 111. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 111. Thank you again to Cora for her immense courage in coming on the podcast. I really, really am so grateful, and words don't even describe how much I think this is going to impact those listeners, Cora, that you have shared your story with. And I just appreciate and applaud you. I wish all of you listeners a beautiful day or evening wherever you're at in the world. Take good care. Bye.
Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.